0: What's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. I'm your host Jay Rich from Northern California's Local 315. I'm actually uh, on site right now at the Oakley Building doing this on my uh, my break and lunch. So if you hear the trucks driving by, the birds chirping, the scanners beeping, and my dyad's about to beep, let me know lunch is over. Just know because I'm on site right now. Uh, so I'm gonna change things up a little bit real quick with uh with how I did it from the first episode. Um the first episode I covered uh, about three or four topics, um kinda of carried longer than I hoped for. Hopefully I didn't lose y'all's attention, but uh we're gonna make these things shorter. We're gonna have each episode cut down to about maybe one or two topics, uh hopefully keep it to about five, ten minutes and uh you know make it easier for you guys to listen to and make it easier for me to to complete. Um so, so with that, you know, let, let's get started on the on the first first topic. So, with the first episode, we uh, we covered quite a few things. We covered, you know, why I'm doing this. Um, gave a little background on myself. And then, we, you know, we discuss what a labor union is, who the Teamsters are, and, a, you know, what, what's a local union. So if you weren't able to check that out and, you, you know, you still don't understand, please check out the first episode. Kind of start grooming you into this. But what we're going to talk about for this episode is, is simply the contract. Now, just a brief description of our contract. Um, first, what is a labor contract? Well, a labor contract is a multi-year agreement between the union and, and the company. Um, our contract is five years. So that means, you know, um, everything set in the contract and agreed to in the contract obviously is set for five years. There's nothing that can be changed, at least, uh, nothing at the last minute. If any, if any, changes are made, it's usually, you know, a long process, but rarely is anything changed. Um, and, and, our contract is called the Northern California Supplemental Agreement. And there's also another contract called the Sort Rider Agreement. So, actually, you know what? Our, our contract is actually one large contract with three contracts in it. Um, we have the National Master Agreement, which covers all of every, every Teamster in this company across the nation. So, that's about 209, 210,000 people, uh, employees, um, union employees at that and the the supplemental agreement, the northern California supplemental agreement covers the the full timers and the sort rider agreement covers the part timers so between those two contracts uh, the full timer and the part timer for northern california that covers about ten thousand employ union union members uh, by the company so you know it, it covers a lot of people it's it's really there's a lot of a uh, a lot of language in there that that's kind of intimidating to be honest i mean i'm looking through the book right now um it looks like a little mini bible the national master is is over 170 pages the northern california supplemental which is again for the full-timers is over 120 pages and the sort writer agreement is about 88 pages so i mean um when you first look at it it's almost intimidating to even want to touch it you kind of glance at a page and you see all this legal jargon in it but that legal jargon is kind of what helps protect us and actually you know protects the company too from certain behaviors and certain certain things that just can't be done or kind of lays out what can be done or how we do things so um We'll, well, we'll get more into the contract and later on episodes, we'll, we'll discuss a little bit more specifics of some of the, the language in it, you know, help some of the more basic stuff that I know a lot of people kind of have questions about, and it's laid out in the contract. Um, I just kind of wanted to explain what the contract is. So um, we just went through a contract negotiations this past summer, actually this past year, 2018, um, you know, it was a really, really, really big deal, and, and it was really disappointing that a lot of people didn't utilize their vote. Um, we had a probably less than 50% turnout, which is out of 210,000 people, 209,000 people, like maybe 95,000 voted. So, um, we have less than the majority of the membership making decisions on how you and I are going to be, uh, handling how, how we're going to be, Benefiting or not benefiting from this contract. So just something to think about next time the contract rolls around. Um, So let's also cover what collective bargaining is, which is kind of another term for a contract, but it's also an act. Uh, So a labor union contract is also called a collective bargaining agreement. Um, If if you kind of break it down collectively, you know, as a group, we bargained an agreement. You know, the the rank and file, which is uh, all the union members that aren't at elected positions, in, in the in the union we 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 discussed what the issues were we brought them up we proposed them we voted on them so collectively we bargained an agreement with the company of uh, Some of the things that the contract does touch upon, which I'm sure a lot of you are interested in, uh, it covers wages, benefits, working schedules, seniority-based bidding for shifts, holiday schedules, uh, and the process for handling grievances. And we'll also discuss what grievances are uh, in a a future episode. Actually, all these things we'll probably discuss at a future episode. But um, just kind of getting the basics out. Um, So like during a negotiation process for a contract... You know, the two sides, the company and the union, they, they have committees, uh, like, you know, national committees and then kind of more regional local committees like we have um, for the Northern, Cali- Northern California agreement. Um, you know, the, the union represents what, what they feel is in our best interest and what we've brought to their attention. The company brings to what the table, what they feel is in their best interest. You know, usually has to do with money, profit, you know, slashing costs, whatever. So um you know so, so the national agreement the 173 page portion of it you know that that covers that sets the foundation for all the other regional local supplemental contracts across the nation Um, there's 36 other contracts total and we have two of those in northern california Um, it discusses things such as like how the air operation works uh, drug and alcohol testing uh, full-time and part-time wage increases starting wages and progression um, your rights to handling an over 70 pound package uh, trust me, you, know, you have a right to ask for help on a package, utilize that right. Because handling those package over and over and over again, it takes a toll on your body. You, you know, I mean, your, your muscles tend to break down, your tendons break down. It's just something to kind of, you know, language in there to help protect us, but rarely utilized. Uh, it also covers, you know, protection of rights on a strike, soups working, uh, supervisors working is probably my biggest pet peeve. Um, that's just when they work no matter how little it is or you know how innocent it seems they're basically taking money out of our pockets out of your pocket whether it's a dollar three dollars five dollars you know I, I just i mean i don't know if you guys are down with letting people you know reach in your pocket and take whatever's in there even if it's just a few bucks but that's how i always see it and i you know i do my best to hold the company and the the supervisors accountable when that happens um also covers you know s- safety issues and a range of everything uh how to form a safety committee? What 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 is required in a safety committee? Which is actually what's coming up with with our building uh, sometime soon. Um, also covers sanitary conditions. Your four hundred one k. Let me tell you right now, if you if you're brand new, you're in your twenties. No matter how old you are, man, look into your four hundred one k. Get that started. It's real easy. If you ain't already putting money into it, um, I think they might do it automatically now. But if you ain't putting something into it, man, do it. I didn't I didn't start mine until I was about thirty, and. I'm 39 now, and it's looking real nice, but I'm wishing I would have done it when I was 20, 21, when I first started here. So, uh, you know, look into that. I, you know, we might focus on that in another episode, too. And, you know, it also co- covers SurePost. Uh, SurePost is kind of a pain in the ass to have, but hey, it's, it's income for us, and it helps pay our bills and pay our paychecks. Um, so, the, so that's some of the things in the national, like I said, just lays out the foundation and the fundamentals for everyone, all the other contracts to work from. Now, as for the supplemental, um, this one's for the full-timers. It gets more detailed. Let's see. We, we, it, t- it discusses kind of how seniority works for us. Um, I'll, I'll definitely have an episode on that coming up real soon to explain seniority. There's kind of a misconception about how seniority can be used, and I, I've been guilty of it myself, so we'll try to set that straight. Uh, we got hours of work, start times, hol- holidays and vacations, Medical treatment, military leave, funerals, jury time, and time to vote—you know, um, you know—stuff like that. It kind of lays out just the language on on our rights. I mean, there's a ton of stuff in there. These are just like a tiny handful of things. And uh, the sort writer agreement, the part timer agreement—that that it 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 covers a lot of the same things as the full timer agreement, but. There is slightly different language. Like if you read them back to back, there is a lot of very similar, identical language, but there might be a few minor changes that completely changes the whole uh, outlook of the contract of of the the language it's explaining right there. So, just because like one th- one of the things I learned is. The rules behind changing start times for full timers is not the same as the company being able to change start times for part timers. Uh, Learned that one peak, so just stuff like that. Um, and it also discusses the seasonal employees and helpers and their their rights and what to expect, which I actually just did an episode on this morning because we've already we're three days into peak and we've already had a couple issues of management, quote unquote, not knowing. You know what what they can and can't do with these guys, which is I, I actually I do believe them kind of, but it's kind of a shame that you know that that they don't know some of the most basic things that these guys can and can't be doing. But you know that's that's my job. That's what we're here for. That's what the stewards are for is to inform you of those rights. You know, you might be missing out on some money. You might be missing out on a. You know, someone else getting a job that you should be having because you didn't realize how seniority worked, you know, stuff like that. So, um, if you're ever interested in, in having a copy, uh, attaining a copy of the contract, um, they have downloadable uh, versions of it on the International Brotherhood of Teamsters website. Uh, just Google downloadable contract, uh, the company you work for and Teamsters. Um, there's also a downloadable version on UPS Rising. And then, or you can just ask for a hard copy from your shop steward, me, Lynn, Manny, Alex, Jeanette, or uh, or you can call the local, and talk to your talk to your business agent. So so that one we just knocked out real quick. Like I said, 10 minutes, knock this episode out, um, and, and we'll get started on the next episode shortly. Thanks for tuning in. See you soon.